This podcast has been brought to you by the Jackson County Libertarian Party. Life with ED Podcast is the greatest podcast on Spotify. Hit it up. What's up, guys? We are back. It is Life with ED. I am Eric. I'm Drew. The aliens are coming here. They're going to stick stuff inside of you, asshole. Ooh, take me. Um, <laughs> uh, pretty wild shit going on today. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, actually, just this whole fucking week. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff to get into. <laughs> get into something. Start off with uh, some shout outs. Mm. Do like, uh, you know, Montreal. Monty. Frankie. Frank. Uh, we got two new people that I think, one or two new people that joined the group. Hell yeah. Let's see here. <clears throat> no, just one. Well, no, two. Caitlin Lewis. What up? Tommy Ambergy. Welcome. Tommy Bergy. What's up? Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> and, you know, of course, invite <clears throat> your degenerate friends to come and join the, the group. Peace. Life with ED podcast on Facebook. It's going going wild in there. There's always some crazy shit going on. It's mainly just us, <laughs> just like a group of friends. Well, I know like like uh, Zach Johnson, uh, Asian. Um, what? What? <laughs> this is nickname. Um, I know like uh, Dylan Barger. Yeah. Like Trevor Robbins. I mean, everybody, Cody Lesnar, everybody pitches in. Cameron all the time. Yeah. A lot of loving words for Cameron, though. I saw that. What a what? Loving words for Cameron. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> yeah. So, what are you going to hop into first? Uh, do you have any story you want to cover first? Well, I mean, tell my experience that I had at the concert. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's a good so, start. went to see uh, <clears throat> Lamb of God and Pantera. Yeah. And then a little band from, like, Detroit named Snafu. Snafu. They opened up for for everybody. And uh, <clears throat> we got there, and uh, I was I was pretty out of my mind. Mm. Ain't gonna lie. <laughs> so we got there, and me and my wife went to like see the seats. <laughs> but anyway, I was messed up, and uh, <laughs> went up and checked my seats and stuff like that. And we were sitting there, like we was walking towards the seats, and this these guys come walking up, and they hand me like this little bag full of stuff, and they're like, <laughs> like it's like a koozie and some like sh- you know papers and shit in there. Yeah. And uh, he was like, "Hey man, uh, what's going on?" You know, and I was just like, "Hey man, you know, thank you, thanks man." You know, and he was like, oh, "Well, uh, we go on stage at seven o'clock. Check us out." And I was just like, "Hell yeah, man!" And it's like we, me and my wife went to walk off, and Whitney was just like. You do realize that was the band that's going to open for everybody, right? They just said he was going to be on stage at 7. And I was just like, what the fuck? I just <laughs> I just met Snafu and I don't even know. Snafu. Sounds like like someone sneezing. Yeah. They they got that. They got a really... Snafu! <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got a real unique sound, dude. It's like a, like a real like kind of like a... Trash metal sound? Like, uh, thrash, like like the no first trash, <laughs> like, like the first uh, Show No Mercy album by Slayer, the very first Slayer album. Yeah, it kind of sounds like that type of like thrash metal, but they got the singer is kind of like the singer from Death, where it's like ah, kind of like a real like 
airy throat kind of sound to it. Hmm. Was it a three-piece? That was a four-piece. Yeah, drums, and then two guys playing guitar, one guy on bass. Okay. It was pretty cool. That's cool. And then, of course, you know, then Lamb of God opened. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Is they, that all still the original band? Yeah. Is it? And then, uh, like... They set off one of those fucking sonic boom fireworks as soon as they, like, opened. And everybody in there, like, blew all their fucking eardrums out. Like, it scared everybody to fucking death. But it was uh, it was just fucking awesome. And then Pantera was absolutely fucking crazy just to see them, Zach, while playing guitar and shit, you know. Yeah. Phil up there fucking, like, screaming, like, as hard as possible. Like, fucking bent over, like, shaking and shit. Like, getting it, dude. It was fucking <laughs> badass. Yeah, that's cool. During Lamb of God, like <clears throat> the whole lawn section, like right in the middle, like a like the whole middle section of the lawn was a mosh pit, because he was like, I want I want this place to see the biggest fucking pit we can like ever, you know, like biggest place biggest pit this place has ever seen. So like they started their next song, dude, and everybody started moshing, and dude, there was people running out of like you know like the six seven hundred dollars seats in the front, to to running up the fucking aisles yeah. to the lawn and to join in and shit. It was fucking awesome. You didn't go join? Hell no, I ain't getting in that. I ain't getting too old for that shit. Going to throw some like Pete the People's Elbow and like I go over and just throw Whitney in. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> throw your hands up. <laughs> Yeah, mosh pits ain't my thing either. I mean, I've been to like my fair share of like rock metal shows and stuff, but never partook in the mosh. Yeah, I just don't like the sound of like getting blindsided, hit in the face, possibly. Or I think it's a good way to like if if you got like like a this sounds bad because like a like a lot it's of those a good sh- way to blow off some steam. Yeah, but a lot of those shows, it's like everybody kind of is in the same mindset and everybody kind of like has that love for each other because yeah. the music so i mean it's not like anybody really gets into fights i'm sure if they did you know people get rid of them well you, know you always see those videos of that one asshole that's out there just clubbing people dude yeah. in the face and shit like that's not the point of it then you bust a goddamn whiskey bottle over the back of his head i probably would i'll probably be leaving in handcuffs i what? have crowd surf though so hell yeah for leonard skinner so that's like a notch on my bucket list there wasn't no, no crowd surfing that, that we saw because... It's kind of hard there at Noblesville. Yeah, and the pit was against the stage and it wasn't yeah. very big. No, it's just like a... And they had like security all over the fucking place. Like everywhere you went to the next section like that yeah. was more expensive. Security. Yeah, you, they was checking your phone tickets and yeah. shit. Noblesville is a very... Uh, like Almost like a high-end venue, you know what I mean? Like It's not like just like going down to like... I feel like, like even louder in life, dude. Like once you get in the door... Just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And just like some other venues I've been to and stuff, it's kind of like that. You know what I mean? It's just like once you get in, there's not like unless you're like doing something fucking stupid, like you don't get bothered. You don't see a lot of security. Dude, like at Louder in Life, I literally saw a dude shit into a paper bag and huff it like, against a, against a, like a chain link fence. I get like a way completely by himself. <laughs> shit in a paper bag. Yeah, he ain't got many friends it. if he's doing that. Dude, he was out of his fucking mind. That's Looked like Lane Staley with like dark, like long dreadlocks. He's huffing like, shit. Huffing poop. Let's just let's just call it what it is, Drew. Let's just call it what it fucking is, okay? He he. He's he, a poof huffer. <laughs> poop huffer. <laughs> He's fucking inhaling shit fumes. He's a puffer. So yeah, I mean, Noblesville is definitely way more tame. Yeah. But th- this coming. But it's uh, really expensive. Yeah, it is. Especially if you buy your tickets early. 
Well, yeah, but just like to do anything in there, like if you want to eat at oh, the venue, because yeah, they have all kinds of like that. That one whole corner down there is just filled with like different restaurant like yeah. things to eat at. And well, see, we we parked on the on a new <clears throat> side this time, the side that I don't ever park on. Yeah. So we went through all the, like the restaurants and shit. Yeah. And we got we got us a couple like fountain drink cokes, large, yeah. nine dollars a piece. Yeah. So eighteen dollars right off the bat just to have something to drink. And I made that bitch last all night. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I am not fucking getting that last, here. Last concert I went to up there, um, a Shinedown concert. It was them. Godsmack. And I don't remember who else. I don't remember who I else. I don't you this one. Yeah. That'd be badass. But um, I easily blew close to $200, you know, just in alcohol. and Oh, yeah, dude. Easily. Like, I'm real bad at, like, Louder in Life. Yeah. Because they got so much different shit there. And you, when you when you go to that, you know, it's like, originally how it was, like, at Champions Park, everything was all spread out. And yeah. you had to walk by all that shit. Yeah. And after you get a couple fucking drinks in you. It's like, oh, like, like that. I, like oh, that. <laughs> I guess I will get that $20, $20 turkey leg, you know what I'm saying? And start mowing on it. <clears throat> but at Louder in Life, like, the one year that I went, um, when it was at the old venue... Dude, because we went, like, all three days or whatever. And that Saturday, I think, like, we were there, like, from opening of the gate to, like, end of the show. You know what I mean? Like, end of the night. And, like, there was one point in the middle of the day where, dude, I was just, like, laying. That big tree that was in the middle, like, was the only bit of shade. Yeah. And I was just laying underneath that motherfucker. And there's just bodies all around me. Like, it was hot. And everyone just laying around. You know what I mean? I just, like, I fell asleep for, like, a good 20, 30 minutes just laying there. And that was kind of cool. Hell yeah. But um, I probably spent like good, it's like $100 just that day in like food and beverages. You know what I mean? Just Dude, I literally saw this. <clears throat> I don't even know how to describe him. Like maybe caveman with mm-hmm. blonde hair mm-hmm. come out of the, of the pit one time whenever we was down there at Ladder in Life. He yeah. like comes out of the pit, like breathing real heavy and shit, white shirt on, but it's ripped all the fuck. Okay. And he's like a chubby dude. Yeah. Reaches down, picks up a random water bottle up off the ground, cracks that bitch open, takes a swig out of it, and then throws it back down the ground and jumps back in the pit. Yeah. I was like, you are nasty, dude. Don't even fucking touch me, bro. Like, get the fuck away. Dude, there's, that's some balls there, bro. There's this group of guys at the one I went to. They had It looked like Hollywood Undead Mask, but it wasn't Hollywood. It was like maybe Purge Mask or something, but they never took them off. Them motherfuckers were going wild, dude. Was it like, Mushroom Head? No. It was literally like, it looked like the Purge mask or like something Hollywood Undead. Like a hockey mask with like weird painting and shit on oh, it. You okay, know what I mean? Yeah. And like, you would see them. They'd be like, they'd be crowd surfing. Like one of these motherfuckers, I swear to God, was like running on top of people at one point. Like just like two-stepping across the crowd. Oh, yeah. And he would get over the fence and every time, like he would like fight off security and shit. Because you know how they grab you and like start pushing you to get away from the stage and shit? He's, like, pushing people out of the fucking way, like, trying to get over the next fence to get to the stage and shit. Like, I've probably seen him, like, ten plus times that day get carried. Like, one dude by his legs, one dude up by his neck and stuff, and he's just getting carried out of there. Hell, yeah. And then somehow, you like, 30 minutes have passed, and you just see him go running by again. It's like... Dude, he was on one. Oh, bad. And he had, like, two or three buddies with him. They were all doing it. All fucking day, dude. Like, every show. Like, every series of musicians or whatever bands that were up there. At some point, you were seeing the motherfuckers in the mask. Like, it didn't matter. Like, <laughs> Dude, there, I saw, like, uh, I saw, like, an old lady in a wheelchair crowd yeah. surf down there, which was pretty cool. That is cool. 
And then, like, you know, of course, like, there's people dress up like Jesus. Yeah. And then, like, the Power Rangers and yeah. all that shit like that. I saw all of them down there. Dude, uh, the singer for Beartooth, I think it's Beartooth, came out in the crowd during one of the other shows. And was, like, fucking moshing with everybody and, like, getting in the pit and stuff. And that was cool. That was, yeah, that's pretty cool. Everyone was, like, hugging around him and stuff. You couldn't even get close to him once everybody realized who it was, but... Oh, yeah. I was going to say, dude, it must suck, like, to be, like, in that, you know, genre of people mm-hmm. and then get big doing what you love and then not even be able to go back out to the crowd to yeah. even enjoy it. Like he you, did. Like you used to, you know what I'm saying? But, like, once the word got around, like, he was over there, he got the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like, because people really started flocking over to that stage and he's like, all right, deuce. He stayed out there for maybe a song or two, though. Can I get a picture? Yeah, fuck that. That would get annoying. You know, like, they're just people, too. Yeah. They want, they want to enjoy it just as much as everybody else. Yeah. So. But then again. I also see it from the fan. Take a fucking picture with Yeah, me, I also see the fan perspective of it, too, you know. <laughs> Both sides of it. But I'm glad you had fun. Sounds. Oh, yeah. It was, it was awesome, dude. I'm, I'm going back uh, this Saturday up there again. We just got lawn seats this time, but yeah. it's Matchbox 20. Honestly, the lawn is nice. Like, I don't know. I've. I've sent the pavilion up there one time. It was for a fucking goddamn Jason Aldean concert. But, um, I don't know. I just didn't like it. Didn't feel like I was at a concert. Like, everybody back behind us looked like they were having more fun. You know yeah. what I mean? That's just how I felt. <clears throat> the only thing I don't like uh, about setting up under the pavilion like that is it's all concrete. Yeah. So it hurts your fucking feet so goddamn bad. Yeah, that's true. Well, even back on the lawn where it's, like, sloped. Because it's a big pit. Like, so, like, when you walk in... If you walk in from the back gate, it's up higher than the stage, obviously. Like, the stage sits real low. Yeah. So, if you're in the lawn, dude, you're, like, staying on this weird angle all day or, like, half the day or whatever. And I swear, there's been times where I've left up there, dude, and, like, I'm walking across the parking lot. Like, I hadn't drank a drop, but, like, my balance is so off from standing, like, uneven like that for so long. Like, I'm stumbling. Yeah. You know, just, like, I don't know. And that hurts, like, where my feet are fucked up. That always hurt my feet. So... I'm, I'm trying to figure out if we can bring chairs and shit, but... Yeah, I doubt it. Because they sell them. Yeah. Or rent them or whatever they do. So... I mean, fuck. I'll just wear... I'll, me and her will just wear hoodies in there and then take them off and use them as like a fucking towel. Towel, yeah. Like, just we'll, sit on those. We're a big one. We're one of those ones like a fucking Snuggie or whatever they're it's called. Like, it's like fucking 90-something degrees and we're in like <laughs> fucking coats. <laughs> I got my bibs on. <laughs> Who the fuck? Who the fuck is that? <clears throat> but I'm 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 looking forward in September. Me and the old lady, a couple guys from work, are going to, and then my buddy Ryan, we're going to see Shane Gillis over in Bloomington. Yeah, that'd be fun, dude. Yeah, Shane Gillis. Yeah, I don't know who's opening. For rowdy. Him. Yeah, and it's at the Bloomington Theater. So it's like, it's really nice in there even. So it's not going to be like, I don't know. It's not like at a club where you're standing or like sitting in like uncomfortable chairs, you know. It's like a goddamn auditorium where they like perform like orchestra music, you know what I mean? It's like, it's really nice in there. Yeah. So, and I've never been to a comedy show, so I'm really excited. Uh, that'd definitely be fun, dude. We got to, uh, if we're going to, if we're going to do a phone call, we got to do it now. He tell you that? He said before eight. Get that bedtime. <laughs> what? Get that bedtime. Get that bedtime. 
Alright, let's see if we can get a whole Frank tank. Frank motherfucker tank. Looks like Frank's not going to be on. <laughs> Hell yeah. Try it again. No, it's not going to work, dude. I'm telling you. Got the phone shut off. That's literally the number that was in our work chat, so I don't know what's up with that. Oh, uh, he got a new phone, I bet, because he lost his old one. So he ain't got his number. Yeah, so no Frank. We'll have to cut this. No, we won't. It's all right. <clears throat> um, do you have anybody else you can thanks call? That might be any good. Yeah, we can call Ronnie. Uh, we did Ronnie last week or two weeks ago. I was trying to think of somebody new. I don't got him. I mean, I call my brother, but no one would be good. <laughs> <laughs> He's going through some stuff. Uh, uh, we don't have to call anybody. Okay. We got some new stuff we can cover. <coughs> I did have some on this days if you want to hear them. Okay. <clears throat> we got a late start here today, everybody. I was supposed to sell a tree stand, but that didn't happen. Um, so, on this day of August the 4th, in 1753, George Washington became a master mason. Hell yeah. So, I figured you could relate to that. Um, this day, 1956, Elvis Presley released his cover of Hound Dog. It was originally done by Big Mama Thornton. So, nineteen fifty. Big Mama Thornton. That's who, who originally done it. Hell yeah. So, on this day, he's just like, ain't nothing but Hound Dog. He's just in there fucking about ready to have a seizure. <laughs> about to have some. <laughs> Um, on this day in 1994, a truck carrying over, or a truck carrying millions of bees overturned on the New York Parkway. <laughs> so that was a nightmare. That'd be like the worst nightmare for me, literally. Dude, that'd be fucking insane. Yeah. So I mean, was they all contained? Mm-mm. We get the truck wrecked. And well, I mean, like, like did they come and like scoop the fucking bees back up, or they was just oh. like, well, I just have it. How do you catch I mean bees, bro? Well, I mean, they're going to, like, you know how they do that thing where they all gather around their queen and, like, fucking... I don't know. A queen probably died. <laughs> they has got a goddamn truck wreck. I don't know. But... <laughs> queen probably died. <laughs> Do you imagine being on the freeway behind that truck and it overturns? Like, what's that black cloud? Oh, my God. <laughs> they start coming... Roll the window up. <laughs> they, they start coming through the fucking vents and oh, shit. Dude, that's, like, literally worst nightmare stuff for me. <laughs> All right, and on this day in 2022, InfoWars conspiracy theorist Alex in, Jones. In, 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 InfoWars. He was ordered to pay $4.1 million in damages to the parents of the child that was killed in Sandy Hook Massacre after he claimed that it was a hoax. So that was like the beginning of his downfall, I think, wasn't it? That was his downfall. <laughs> like, like, but that's that what like, ruined him. Yeah. He was saying that, <clears throat> that, uh, that those parents and shit was like crisis actors. Yeah. And so his like all his fans and shit started like fucking like mailing and emailing and fucking going to those people's houses and shit and was just like you're a fucking liar you fucking piece of shit and those people's kids just died. Well, who's that one real popular crisis actor that's been in like every fucking major event in the United States the last like seven years or whatever? Oh, I don't know. 
There's one guy, I can't remember what his name is. Cordell Stahl? No. He's it's literally like a well known thing. Like he's been at like like he was at like the Vegas shooting and like at that Jason Aldean concert and then like he was at like something else, like two or three other events and he was always end up being the one they interviewed on the news talking about it after it happened. Well, fuck, I don't know. <clears throat> I can't think of his fucking It ain't name. the fuck it fucker right in the pussy guy, is it? No. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's, it's a wild thing because he's literally been at like, it's like two or three or four like different like crazy fucking events that's went down, and somehow he's at all of them. You know what I mean? Like, or he's been interviewed about all of them. Oh, I don't know. That sounds like he's definitely an, like an actor though. That's like paid to say what they and what people's needs to be even said. like deep dove into his past, and he's like way older than he says he is, and he's like went to like college, like and he's like performance art schools and stuff and has degrees in like acting and like like people's like dug this up about this guy dude i'll fight him right now yeah or i could just be wrong i don't (laughs) i don't think i am i mean look that up look that up (laughs) turn the freaking frogs gay oh shit so what about tyler chillers Dude, the song is awesome. It's a very good song, and I mean, to each their own on that shit. Like, it, I, to, on me, dude, that shit is just like if you love somebody, you love somebody. Yeah. And then everybody's pissed off at the music video. But, but weren't isn't this the same crowd with Jason Aldean's song that it's just a fucking music video? And then like a week later, they're like, the goddamn music video has guys <laughs> yeah. kissing. Well, I already told you my my perspective on that. I think most of the time, like, the, the dudes that, like, raise hell about that shit, they're like, I ain't gonna watch that God, goddamn Tyler Childress video because I'll see them guys on there kissing and I start start getting all chubbed up and have to go touch myself in the fucking bathroom. Get goddamn butterflies in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> my tummy starts feeling all weird and then my, my bird starts spitting. It's like, dude, like, just come out the closet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like... Like, like it's 2023, dude. If you get started getting pissed off about that shit, something's wrong. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm not just going to be like sit and watch the music video. Like it's, it's dude. I masturbated to it several times already. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> teach their own, but it is just like the love story of two guys. Like if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. I mean, it's his cousin anyway. You yeah. Know, it, was, it was the music video. It was like kind of a dedication to his cousin. Yeah. That was literally like driven out of his hometown or whatever. And, like, has never been back. He moved to Chicago and, like, doesn't yeah. go back to where they're from. Because of hate. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know, dude. And like, if you just listen to the song without the video, you're just like, oh, he wrote a nice song for his wife or for his, like, daughter, you know, like, whatever. It's a good song. Great song. Yeah. Probably one of the better songs he's released in a while, in my opinion. Well, like, yeah, like, when I listen oh. to it, I kind of, you know, think of, like, me and my old lady yeah. kind of thing, you know. And, um... Yeah, just one of those things, dude. Just people get fucking butt hurt over nothing. Literally. Oh, I've heard so many people talk about that this week. I was just like over it. Yeah, dude. Um, did you hear about the the whole alien thing? A little bit. So nobody cares. They just want more, They just want the government to lower the cost of living. So. So what? What basically? I haven't really looked too much into it, you know. Just mm-hmm. kind of hearsay, hearing shit on Facebook, you know. Yeah. People send me stuff, but 
So this like F-15 pilot goes to like Congress or some shit and starts asking questions and they, they start, I don't know. I don't know exactly how it went down. I don't know if somebody was interviewing the, the F-15 pilot. I might have been that way around, but some somehow or another they asked if there was bodies recovered from these like UFO crashes that just recently happened you know where they shot that one down yeah and they said they said yes and then they was like well what are they like human like is what they said like are they human or and the guy said that they was biologic or non-biological non-human biologics yeah is what a non-human biologics well he kept like dodging the question because they're like did they find anything like extra like whatever alien like and he's like they found biologics of the pilots operating the ufo and she's like were they human or non-human biologics they were non-human biologics recovered from the pilots flying unidentified what the fuck's a biologic <clears throat> i don't know so is this just like like we was talking Body about parts. earlier or was it just like randy marsh like spooky spooky ghost and the ectoplasm all over the place just goo there's a bunch of goo splattered all over the inside hmm <laughs> <laughs> like somebody's just like alright Dale why'd you go in there <laughs> it's wild though because like for so long everybody's wanted the you know this question answered if aliens are real you know yeah and now that they're kind of you know dropping some of this stuff nobody gives a fuck for some reason nobody can afford nothing <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. I'm going broke. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's going up. <laughs> They're like, well, there's like aliens out there now. And everybody's just like, I don't give a fuck. I got to spend six, $600 a week at Walmart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Raise my goddamn wage, motherfucker. <laughs> it's just... Uh, <sighs> it's wild to think. I got damn aliens out there. Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of. I personally, I kind of always like knew there had to be something. Yeah, I mean, I always figured about the throat something. God, I always figured there was more out there. You know what I mean? But I always thought it was something kind of like us. It's just too far for us to ever know. Yeah. You know, like <clears throat> they won't ever reach us necessarily. We won't ever reach them. Like we're just too far apart. You know. But the fact that there's actually probably fucking things flying around out there, you know, relatively close to us, crashing into our planet, you know, like checking us out, watching us, like, dude, that's wild to think about. Yeah. <clears throat> like, uh, have you ever heard of the Battle of Los Angeles? I've never seen it. No, like that, what, like the actual event that happened, not the movie. Oh, no. <laughs> no. So, like, uh, there's pictures of it and shit, dude. So let me, I'll pull it up real quick so I can show you. So the, all this military, like there was something in the sky. Okay. Over, uh, over Los Angeles. Recent? No, it was like 1940s. Okay. So it was 1942, I think. So something was like hovering over, over Los Angeles. Okay. So all the military, it was like during the war. So yeah. like all the military and shit, like all fucking lined up and shit around it. Big ass circle around like underneath this thing. Like uh, anti-air guns, tanks, like foot soldiers, whole nine yards, dude. And uh, they started shooting at this fucking flying saucer, and everything around them started fucking blowing up and shit. Like people started like getting fucking shot and everything, you know. Really? So they thought that they was like shooting back at them. Well, it was just everything was reflecting off of it. 
coming so back. So they were fighting themselves, but they was tripping the fuck out because they thought this thing was shooting back at them. <laughs> he shot first. <laughs> he had a gun. So there's a there's a couple pictures that you can look up. If you go to Google, just type in Battle of Los Angeles, and you can see like the the pictures of this. I'll look it up. Battle of Los Angeles. Like yeah. real event. Just yeah, just type in Battle of Los Angeles. And don't don't click the link that has the little movie icon, but but you can see this picture and it's like all these spotlights all shining up to this one fucking spot in the sky. And then there's also little links to where you can see like the news the newspaper articles yeah. that was on it and stuff like that. That's wild. So yeah, that's that one. That one there is pretty pretty fucking cool. But you know, nobody really ever talks about it like they do like Roswell and shit. They blame it on Imperial Japan. Yeah, that's what they thought was. They thought it was Japan like flying like a blimp or something over and was gonna bomb L.A. I mean, it's literally mid World War Two. Yeah. So they just fucking opened fire, and all kinds of hell fucking pursued after that. I never knew that. That's kind of well. Yeah. Crazy fucking shit, dude. So, after... I'm pretty sure after that happened... Yeah. Was whenever they did... It might have been before or after. I can't remember exactly. But it was right around the same time they did that War of the Worlds on the radio. Where it was like the original War of the Worlds where they had the, on the radio show. And people turned on their fucking radio and heard that shit. And was like, the end of the fucking world. It, the fucking aliens are here. And, like, people started, like, tripping the fuck out. Like, it caused, like, mass panic across the nation <laughs> because that War of the Worlds was on the fucking radio and people took it for real. Like, someone just happened to just tune in on their lunch break, you know, or something. It's like, yeah, what the fuck like, is going no, on? No, I'm, like, dude, people, like, uh, took their, like, guns and shit out, like, in hunting parties and shit. And there was, like, places, like, they was shooting their fucking water towers. Like, they was, like, just fucking shooting the fuck out of their water towers and shit, thinking it was a goddamn, like, walking thing on you know war of the worlds like the big walkers yeah they was just fucking pop shot in the goddamn water towers dude like, <laughs> there it is <laughs> yeah dude god dang that's dumb as fuck did trip people out dude that's probably why honestly that's probably why the government thinks that if they tell us anything that will trip the fuck out is because of stuff like that in the i mean past. we would i mean people as a collective whole would i don't no, th- i'm not saying everybody like like you would or I would or anybody listening necessarily would, but as a whole, like everybody living in the city, you don't think like they're going to not freak the fuck out? Well, I think that it would be like, okay, so if they tell us, if they just told us like there's there's definitely 100% like other races of aliens on other planets, they're coming here and visiting us and just observing us. Like, okay, like... I don't think that's really going to trip anybody out. I mean, that's kind of what's happening but, right now. Yeah. I feel like they're kind of but easing us into it. If they start fucking, like, coming here, like, I'll say, like, if they come here, you know what I mean, and they're, like, similar looking, not too out there, like, wild, crazy monster looking shit. Yeah. I think that would slowly ease into Adapt. society. But I think if they was, like, like, basically, like, fucking evil, like, they're here to fucking eat us or enslave us or some crazy shit. Obviously, people's just immediately going to be like, "What the fuck is going on?" You know. Yeah. I, I feel like if they're not going to like be on Earth, they probably have been for fucking hundreds of years already. Yeah, but if they were meant to do harm, like if they're around us, like you know, observing us, and they meant us harm, they would have done off us. Yeah. 
you know so well you know the guy that made simpsons they say is a time traveler yeah he also made futurama he what made futurama yeah and on that it's basically earth is just like a big hub for just every type of alien race yeah anything so that's kind of you know that's something to think about what if Earth just ends up being like this safe haven vacation yeah, spot? Like international hub between planets, uh, like interdimensional like, hub. Come on down here and, you know, visit. Holiday world. Visit planet <laughs> Earth where you can go to United States and find you a nice fat human to grill. And you guys can shoot off fireworks while you cook a big fat fucking bitch on the grill. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. Like some of that shit that I've looked up, like. I think we talked about a little bit that Project Blue Book and stuff. Like, there's literally, like, they wrote down, like, different races of aliens. Yeah. And there's some crazy fucking shit in there, dude. Like, the reptilians yeah. and stuff like that. And, like, the, the mantis we talked people about and shit. Bit. I, I tried to crazy. look into it, but I couldn't find, like, a good link. Because I just wanted to see, like, the description. Do they have pictures? Yeah. Like, I couldn't find anything. So sketched. Yeah, I couldn't find any of the sketches and descriptions of it. Like There's a link that I found. It's like, it's literally a government site. It's yeah. like .gov. But when you click into it, it has, like, all these different files. And you find the one that says, like, Project Blue Book. Mm-hmm. And, like, you click on it, and it'll say Download PDF. And then it'll have, like, 200-something pages that well, you can For some reason, all mine was, like, through. used cars. That's <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Blue Book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, but for real, I couldn't. I couldn't find one where it had like the sketches because I did want to look into that and see just kind of all the drawings and sketches of that. And I don't know stuff like that like intrigues me. You know, like, I'm sure you could probably go to WikiLeaks too and and find the documents on there too. That'd probably be an easy one. That's where yeah. everything is. Got to look into that. Look at some crazy more. fucking government documents that are on WikiLeaks. A lot of that shit's all blacked out though. Yeah. Like a lot of them, like uh, some of them. That, they're like, what the fuck is like some of the UFO files, like where they was like documenting different cases. And it'll literally have like the date. It'll say like April 19th, 1973. And then it'll be, everything will be blacked out. And then it'll say like, it'll say like on this day, it was sunny blacked out all the way again for a couple uh, more lines. And then it'll say hot air balloon was suggested. And then it'll like black out a whole bunch right. more shit. And it'll be, it'll say something like agent Johnson at the bottom. So it basically, they didn't fucking release nothing. That's dumb. They release what they want to release. Oh yeah. Same thing with the JFK files too. Yeah. Everything's blacked out. Yeah. Well, then they would know it was an inside job. You know. He's gonna send us into war. They was afraid of it. Yeah. Either that or keep us out of war, and then they would nobody make money <clears throat> from Vietnam. With JFK. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, there's a bunch of conspiracy about that too. Like with mafia shit and with his affair or yeah, with was it Marilyn Monroe? Yeah. He was having He's banging everybody, dude. And and he was like the youngest president and his views didn't go along with all the fucking seventy, eighty year old fucking politicians that were in office, you know what I mean? Like Yep. That cat God. dude. What time we got? Right now? Yeah. 35 minutes. I think we're going to get stoked. Yeah. I'm going to plug the cooler in. I get a goddamn Marlboro in me. You know what I'm saying? I got the Marlboro Man. Well, Harley Davidson, Marlboro Man. It's a good movie. You should check it out. <laughs> we'll be right back. We'll be back, everybody. Hang tight. And then. What's up, guys? We are back. 
We had some interesting conversations outside. Drew drinking that wiki. Wiki. I don't think I did it this episode, so I might as well. And I got to give it all my heart. All my heart, okay? My goddamn dick don't work. <laughs> I forgot that earlier. Um, We was talking about, you know, jobs and shit like that. Yeah. You ever got hurt on the job? Like, we was talking about, just don't throw anybody off. We was talking about jobs when we was outside smoking yeah, and shit, no. so. <laughs> We're talking about, like, times if we've ever quit a job or, like, left a job or. Yeah, so. Got have, a better job. Have got you a ever. shittier job. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever got hurt on a job? No. Not, like, bad. I mean, I've, like, scuffed and cut a little bit, you know, but not something that's, like. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I have, have you? Yeah, at Morgan's. Oh, have you? Yeah, no, and it was in my first like two weeks that I was there. What'd you do? So I was trying to cut <laughs> open, like you know how they like cut down like a basically so you can bend into them big ass fucking pallet sized boxes of frozen vegetables. Yeah, they cut that big doorway. Yeah, you know so you can lean in. Yeah, I was doing that and I was coming across and I had my I was bracing myself on it and I was coming across with one of those box cutters and it slipped. Like on the cardboard. Oh no! And it went straight across my hand, and it like cut my fucking middle finger wide open right across the middle of it, right down the middle joint there. And I can't. I personally can't see my own blood because I'll pass out. Yeah. So it was quite. A, it was quite a scene. And <laughs> so I just cover your eyes. I looked at it. I looked at it because I knew it got me. And when I looked down, dude. I could see like tendon and bone and like, oh, God. like that orange fat shit, yeah. you know, <laughs> and all bubbly. <laughs> kind of look like fish eggs or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Kind of weird, like fat. Yeah. But uh, immediately just like cupped my finger as hard as I could and didn't say anything at all. I just went straight to like that safety office. Yeah. And when I got over there, like the, the woman like was like cleaning me up and shit and put gauze on it. And then they was like, well, now you got to go over here and, like, talk to old boy for a minute and let him know what happened. And I was like, I got a goddamn hole in my hand. I'm going hospital. <laughs> like, <laughs> so so they they made me sit there and do, like, a fucking, like, tell, basically a rundown of exactly what happened. And right. old boy wrote everything down. Yeah. And then, like, one of the security guards from Oregon's drove me to the fucking hospital. they like, now you're going to get drug tested. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. He's like, not peeing that. Fuck. <laughs> no, dude, I, I didn't n- nothing at all. Yeah, because I knew how Morgan's was to begin with. But uh, that that they hit me twice with that there. Really? Yeah, I never got. But um, yeah, Go I got, got it got it sewed up and shit like that. See, you left there, I think, right before I started there, because I started there in July seventeen. Yeah. When when did you work there? Fuck. Uh, fourteen, fifteen. So probably sixteen. Yeah. And I well, no, probably like like fi- two thousand fifteen, two thousand sixteen, for, for yeah. those two years or so. So I worked there to like twenty seventeen to like twenty nineteen, the first of the year of twenty nineteen. Well, yeah, no. Yeah. No. The <laughs> the end of twenty eighteen, December of twenty eighteen. Okay. So. Yeah that that was already sir already left. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it was right after because they didn't have that third shift shit when you were there, did they? Yeah, it was clean up though. Yeah, the sanitation. Yeah, they wasn't doing. We were like around production. like full production when I was there. Yeah, on third shift. <clears throat> it was seven days a week, 
eight hour days i only ever worked in the back though i never worked up at where they put labels and shit on the cans yeah i didn't either i worked back in like if anybody's wondering you know i'm sure a lot of people's probably wondering that isn't from around here uh morgan's is our renowned austin austin's own canning factory where we make soup and can it it's like the labels <clears throat> on hold on yards it's like the largest independent canning company i think one of stinks like shit yeah but it's been around literally since before world war one yeah since like early 1900s little fun fact old john morgan used to take buses like old school buses all the way down to mexico mm-hmm. and pick up a whole bunch of illegals and drive them all the way back up here to little austin indiana and may, he made little houses for them and everything. So they go out and camp road. pick all the vegetables and everything that was used in the soup. That was back when they were still like farming, using like the yeah, farm the veggies for the... And Morgan never... Now said, it's all like fucking... They never did sell, sell their land. Yeah, they still have all the land, but they don't do the farming stuff no more. Like, they don't have like just big fields of tomatoes no, for the tomato paste not anymore, and shit. Like, no. it's just processed tomato paste that they buy from other companies. And yeah. <clears throat> that shit's nasty. Yeah, it was very nasty. But also, back I think in World War Two, it was also a POW yeah. uh, work camp. Building 13. Yeah. They housed uh, Nazi prisoners and shit. Yeah. And they went in there and done a renovation. It's probably been about 10 years ago now or more. Yeah. They found that big swastika. They found the, and then they found a pistol, like an old Luger pistol wrapped yeah. up in a handkerchief that was under, that. underneath the ground. But I knew they carved a big swastika into the concrete. Yeah. And they yep. say that building's haunted. Really? Yeah. That'd be kind of cool to go over there. Well, it's so shit. old, like literally when it first started, like the, the train tracks run through the middle of it. Yeah. So like American Canning Company, which was like the sister company when they opened. Yeah. They made the cans. They made the cans and the Morgans made the soup. So it was literally right across the tracks from each other. So the canning company would just send the cans over to the soup company. They put it in a can, seal it, label it, and then put it on the train cart. Send it like, I'm pretty sure like back in World War Two and shit. Like, Morgan's like did like provisions and shit for the military. Yeah. And like they were doing like provision kits and like food kits and stuff, and like but, supplied a lot of shit to like for World War Two to like the U.S. Army and stuff. Like. Yeah. I will say, dude, like that place is. Like, if you have, like, a claustrophobia or, like, anxiety and shit, that place will drive you nuts. Because of how they have the cans stacked, like, in, like, the, the warehouses and shit. When you're walking shit. back. Oh, yeah, It's like dude. a tower. They, they stack them bitches up three stories high. Yeah. <laughs> and, and each story, like, each skid of cans is probably 11 foot at least. And they put at least, what, I'd probably say maybe four skids on top of one another. Yeah. Stacked up in that bitch. So, it's literally so high, like, when you pick them up with a forklift, like... The top skid literally it only goes up like two inches. Yeah. Like and then you're maxed out on the forklift. Yeah. So however high a maxed out forklift will go. Yeah, that's sketchy. And then the cans exceed another ten feet past the forklift probably, or whatever eight feet. Yeah. It is. Dude, that sketchy. one guy where they had that palletizer where the cans come down the chute and it puts them all in a big area, you know, to get put on the pallet. Mm-hmm. That one guy was reaching in there and, like, organizing, like, moving a can or something, and that thing came down on him and crushed him. Like, it didn't kill him, but it, like, crushed his sternum and shit, fucked well, him up real bad. Right before I started was when uh, his name was Larry Nicholson, local guy. I think he worked up there for years or whatever, but he was in maintenance. And um, one of the mixers broke down or something, 
and he locked out, tagged out the machine, had to crawl in there and was like working on it and stuff. And then one of the managers at the time uh, didn't know what the fuck was going on and walked over there saying it was locked out, tagged out, you know, whatever. And they cut the lock off of it while he was in it and just fired it back up. And that agitator in that thing started turning. And the only thing that saved his life was his steel toe boot caught that agitator just right where it like skipped. And I guess if it skips so many times where it's like, mm, 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 where it won't go. It'll fault. Yeah, it'll fault. Yeah. But if that bitch would have like slipped past his boot and kept going, it would just mixed him into that fucking, but it literally fucked his whole leg up, like snapped fucking bones. And, and he even came back and still worked there after like he got better, obviously. God damn. Yeah. Now. And he's a big old boy, dude. Like he's like, I don't know, like Joe Von Dilligan. Yeah. But like bigger, like broader, like farm guy, like raised cows his whole life. Like when I first met Joe, the first person I thought it was Larry. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck his name was. The guy I worked with at Morgan's, the maintenance guy. I think it was Larry Nicholson. Dude, uh. I think I've told you this story though, but that I told you that story about the maintenance guy at the steam valve. Yeah. Dude, that's a bad one. <laughs> All the way around. Melting skin. Climbed up a ladder and was working on a steam valve and it popped on like it, the steam shot somehow somehow or another that something broke and it shot like, concentrated steam directly at his crotch. And I guess like by the time he climbed down the ladder and walked into like you know where Connie McNear's office was there? Mm-hmm. So walked into like the supervisor's office. It's literally was like right around the corner, and they like pulled his pants down and was like check like to check him out. And I guess like skin and shit in his wiener and, and the whole like kitten caboodle, <laughs> like started like falling off and hitting the floor, like it melted him, like it cooked, <laughs> it cooked his wiener. Like being sausage. <laughs> yeah. So. uh that 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 the story don't stop there though, <laughs> it gets a little fucking wilder. <coughs> so, that guy's wife worked at Morgan's. She started fucking around on him after he lost his stuff. Yeah. With another guy that worked at Morgan's. That's fucked. And I guess the dude that had the accident walked up on him when they was sitting at the park up here in town. Not this one. The other yeah. one. And they was like her and that other guy was sitting at a picnic table together. And he just walked up and just shot that dude in the fucking head. Who was it? I can't. The woman still worked there when I did. Really? Yeah. She still works there. As far as I know, that was fucking 10 years ago yeah. now. But, but uh, yeah, he just, <laughs> he lost his stuff and his old lady started cheating on him. So he fucking blew the dude away. I don't blame him. I mean, that's pretty fucked up either all the way around. Yeah. I mean, it's fucked up for him because he had to go through all that with the junk and then that to happen to him after you know yeah and then also dude like i saw a fucking electrician one time fall off you know how big the cook room is it's pretty fucking tall in there dude yeah. and they uh i saw an electrician climbing up a fucking ladder one time and like changing lights in there and yeah. he fell off that bitch and they had to staff light him out really yeah he fucking like broke like ribs and shit <coughs> that place has bad juju <laughs> I had a can. You know how, like, all the cans run above oh, your dude, head? I had one hit me in the fucking head. I about got sick. Dude, I... <laughs> like, I was, like, woozy and shit. Like, like, about passed out. So, it's literally, like, for people who don't know, I don't know, like... Just think of Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, but with fucking soup cans. Yeah, it's just... Everything's running above your head. It's like... 
they're all on lines running to different cookers and shit after yeah. they got canned. And then they come out of the cookers and then they're going to like the palletizers to be put on pallets to head up to yeah. the labeler. And so the one, it busted. It came out of the cooker and it had like the seal on the cap wasn't good, you know? So it came out of that cooker and when it bumped into another can dude, it busted. And I literally had like chicken chowder or something, whatever the fuck it was. Just chicken chow mein. Hot fucking soup just dumped down <laughs> on my head, dude. Soup? And I was like, ah, like fucking, you know, like pulled my hairnet off. I was like fucking trying to get it out of my hair. I was dude, like, I do. Oh, I do not miss the hairnet and the beard net. Yeah. Fuck that. Even if you didn't have. And the schmock. The schmock. You had to wear the schmock. Even if you didn't have hair, you still had to wear a hairnet. Even, Even if you didn't have a beard, they still recommended guys wearing beard nets. Yeah. Do you remember the fucking, the white coat you had to put oh, on? Oh, yeah. That was it's hotter than fuck. It was like 100% God, cotton. So stupid. You looked like a fucking pharmacist or like yeah. a scientist. It was literally like a scientist coat. <laughs> Nasty. Dude, like, uh, there was one woman that worked in there with us, and she was like, just fucking just disgusting. Dirty. Like smelled nasty, like whole like greasy, didn't like, shower and shit, like nasty. Do for an old change. And dude, she would get that bitch like she put one on, dude, and that bitch would get like to the point where she'd have like flies and shit on her, like it was like cake, like shit was caked onto her, like nastiness. Yeah. And they would have to cut like supervisors and shit would have to come up to her and be like, "Go change your fucking jacket, <laughs> like you are nasty." They was like they was having to tell her like, like not to fucking like make sure that she showers and shit before she comes in because yeah. she fucking smelled and shit like it was bad. Huh. Try that in a small town. <laughs> but yeah, <coughs> there was a guy like that kind of when I worked at Cummins. I mean, he wasn't nasty. He was just like crackhead nasty. You know what I mean? Like dirty. Definitely, don't, definitely don't want to give him a mouth kiss. No, and um, he, got, you know, why he got fired? Nobody could find him. You know, he just like disappeared on Hell the yeah. shift, <laughs> and they found him sleeping in a supply closet, and he had a crack pipe and a bottle of whiskey sitting next to him. God damn! And he's like, "Oh boy's having a good time." For he passed out. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> he was just doing him. <laughs> yeah. A goddamn crack pipe and a fucking like God. pint of whiskey or something next to him. God damn! Arrested him. Like had well, cops yeah. show up and. Took him out in cuffs. Dude, that's fucking wild. Yeah. Uh, that was before I started. Or when, right before, literally. Like When when uh, I worked at Kimball over there in Salem, there was a dude that was like on heroin and shit, and he was always doing like wild motherfucking crazy shit, dude, in there. Like nodding out and stuff. <laughs> but, He's like about to go to break, and you already see him like tying his arm off. <laughs> but what, what got him was, I guess he like... He was, like, nodding out and shit so bad, I guess he, like, decided he was going to lay down. And it was, like, a metal bat, big metal basket skid, okay, that had wheels on it. Yeah. And it was a bunch of, like, little metal brackets, like, inside of it. Sharp fucking metal. Not been powder-coated or nothing yet. Just, like, sharp metal fucking <laughs> brackets. And he just laid down in that fucking basket and went to sleep. And that's how they found him, and they fired him. <laughs> he was just laying on a fucking bed of <laughs> fucking razor blades. Sleeping on a bed of nails, bro. <laughs> like, crazy. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, dude, dude, that place over there in Salem, fucking wild. Like Campbell. they, they, yeah, they hire anybody. <laughs> they, they was fucking. Well, that I think I, I talked about it on one of these. It might have been the first episode. I don't know. I can't remember what, what we talked about. Hardly any, anyway. Yeah. But uh, like that fucking meth head dude, like Pavy. <laughs> Andrew Pavy. <laughs> yeah, fucking Pavy Gravy. Pavis Gravis LLC. 
Like, I, I made a comic book about him and shit, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, dude, that place was wilder than fuck. Like, he showed up after beating his old lady, and the cops show up looking for him. He was, like, peaced out. Yeah. Dude. Never to be seen again. <laughs> Just... Dude, she came at him with a pair of scissors and a broom or some shit. Because he, he did he all her dope her or something? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I can't remember the exact story, but dude, I just remember him saying she came at me with a pair of scissors and a broom, so I knocked her teeth out. So uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but dude, like just to tell you the like, I worked there for I think about I know in Powder Coat, like where the crazy mother, where they first when they first hire people, that's where they send them. Yeah, and it was like I think I worked there for maybe a year and a half before they moved me to like a, my own like stamping machine, like. A, where they stamp the fucking parts out, you know? Yeah. And in that time, I, I was I worked with two people that was that was charged with murder. Cool. So one of them was a guy was fighting with his son-in-law over something that happened with his mom. So I, I don't know like exactly what happened because I wasn't there. But somehow Shotgun got involved and... Oh boy, grabbed like the guy that I worked with grabbed the shotgun from his son in law and shot his son in law in the stomach and killed him. Somehow a fight broke out and Oh boy got shot in the <clears throat> stomach with a shotgun. The other one, even fucking crazier, I worked with both of the dudes. Okay. The guy that got <laughs> killed and the guy that done the killing. Really? Yeah. They was roommates and they was doing like meth and shit. And somehow the the guy that got killed, I, we we all called him Larry Bird because he looked just like Larry Bird. He was like fucking like six nine, seven foot, and he just he looked like Larry Bird, dude. He's <laughs> real skinny, you know. So uh, we come to work one day and like everybody was like not talking about old boy. Like if you ask like where he's at and shit, and everybody'd just be like, don't talk about that. <laughs> and come to find out, dude, they was doing meth and. One the other dude ended up getting fucking like paranoid that that this guy was gonna fucking rat on him for something, so the guy that I called Larry Bird was just sitting on the couch watching TV, and old boy came up behind him with a shotgun and just point blanked him in the back of the head Ooh. with like a twelve gauge, pumpkin, yeah, nuts, and then like did something like where they they like called the law and then hid the gun and shit. And then like tried to say that it was like a drug deal gone bad. And then they ended up finding the shotgun underneath the fucking washing machine in their yard. I don't know. It was fucking crazy shit, dude. But, uh, yeah, dude. RIP Larry Bird. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it crazy. crazy. That is crazy. I mean, old boy was a good dude too. I mean, I well, mean, I mean, drugs aside, you know what I'm saying? Like, he he was a decent guy to talk to. You know, like when you go out on break and shit and have a cigarette and stuff. Interesting guy. Just shoot shit with him. Yeah. Like, no, don't I'm, hang out with him outside of work. No. But. No. <laughs> no, once I clock out, I ain't talking to you. He's like, he's, <laughs> he's like man, we're going to shoot some clay pigeons this weekend? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't live in the same county, but I don't think I'm going to hang out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's wild. But, like, Kimball was nuts. Like, there was this one dude that, like, he lost his license and shit, and he was, like, a known, like, drug addict. I'm, I'm not even going to say, like, a certain drug because this dude... All was, drugs? Yeah, anything he could get a hold of. <laughs> he would, like, walk it down the fucking powder coat line and just be like, hey, man, can I, can I borrow your car? I got to run up to the gas station. <laughs> no! <laughs> and that was, like, the Walmart gas station that's yeah. up there, you know? Yeah. And he would just be, I'd just be like, I don't even know who you are. Like I don't even know, the, I didn't even know the guy's name, and he's just like, "Hey man, come borrow your truck." 
<laughs> no. <laughs> you ain't even got a license. <laughs> just, yeah. You take your truck and never see him again. <laughs> yeah. just, and that's what happened to somebody like... Uh, it was one of his friends, though. Like, he borrowed their car, and then he was gone for, like, an hour and a half from work, and it was, like, a 15-minute break. <laughs> and they was, like, calling him and shit, and, like, it was, like, a big deal. Like, old boy <laughs> ran off with their car. Crazy. I think Salem just kind of, like, I think it flies under the radar because it's, like, a s- small town, you know. But, like, even when I lived over there, dude, like, <clears throat> we were at, when I was at my house, dude, I had some buddies over. We were drinking. It was like a UFC night. We were watching UFC fights. And then it was like the end of the night. Everybody was leaving. And I went out on the front porch and let my buddy's dog out. And I was like, going to take a piss. And I was standing there, you know, like beer in hand, like turned back to the road, like walked around the side of the house, take a piss. And this truck or SUV, I don't know what the fuck it was. Like we lived at, there was this T. And they pulled up that stop sign. And then, so you go left, and it goes down this big dip, and then back up this big hill. And mind you, like, all my neighbors were, like, Amish. Like, there's horse and buggy up and down the road. Like, something's Amish? Yeah, like, like honestly, Amish. Like, fucking, you'd hear, like, <laughs> coming yeah. down the road, and it'd be, like, a family of eight. <laughs> like, Hell yeah, dude. So, he turned left and went down that dip, you know, and I'm, like, fucking beer, and, like, holding it in my mouth as I'm, like, I'm getting my dick out trying to piss, and <laughs> it just... <laughs> Here comes the dog, chomps down. No. <laughs> and so, like, I hear this Amish buggy coming from that way, you know what I mean? Like, I just hear the horse, you know? I'm like, oh God, so if I can turn my back a little bit more so they don't see me with their lantern. You start windmilling. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> long story short, you know, they, this truck goes down this dip toward this Amish buggy, and that's her. <clears throat> I was like, what the fuck? God damn. You know, and then I hear it's here. There's a hit and run in the homage. Yeah. And so, like, they just peel the fuck out of there, dude. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like. Did they kill the horse? Well, I was thinking, because normally when you see the homage go by, it's like a whole family. Like, they have the kids in the back and then, like, the mom and dad. <laughs> Here I'm like, I am worried about the horse. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I'm literally thinking. I'm like, it's late, but I'm sitting here. I'm like, dude. I got my dick out. Yeah. <laughs> There's just going to be a pile of dead bodies down here. So, like, I run in and, like, get the keys to my car and, like, jump in my car and drive down there. And, like, I'm, like, preparing myself mentally. Like, there's just going to be bodies. So, you're, like, cold sweating. Yeah, like, white knuckle. Did you live with anybody at this point? My buddy. Like, I had a roommate. But he, he, he was there. already passed out. Like, oh. And, uh, I would have been like, what the fuck? So, I run down there and um, I get out. And luckily, it was just a couple, like, a younger couple, probably in their, like, early 20s. Oh, they's booze cruising, dude. Recently married, probably. No. They went to Lover's Lane. And, uh, but the horse did get fucked up. Like, fucked its leg up. They had to put that down, dude. I don't know if they did or not. It was just, like, right around its hoof was bleeding really bad. I don't know. Like, Blue Factory. But I was just like, are you okay? And he's and super nice people. And they're like, yeah, did you see who hit us? You know? I'm like, no. Like, I was, you won't believe it. I had beer in my mouth. I was pissing up there. I you told him that? No, but that's what I was thinking. Like, I was like, I heard the whole thing. You know what I mean? So but I, I had to turn around and I had my dick out. <laughs> and he's just like, I think it was like a dark truck or something. I don't know. And I was like, he's like, you got a phone I can use? <laughs> you know, because he's all me. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I was like, yes. Yeah. So I was like, hold on. And he, you know, I don't know. Like, he didn't dial 911. He dialed like the sheriff's office number. I don't know. Like. And he like called the sheriff department and they sent like their cruiser out there and um, all the cops show up. And mind you, I've been drinking. Yeah. 
I drove, which is not even 500 yards from my driveway where I was living at the time. I'm like, I shouldn't be here yeah. <laughs> with a vehicle at least. Yeah. So like I seen the cops coming. I was like, all right, I'm going to run my vehicle up here out of the way. I told the Amish guy, I was like, I'll be out there. I'll come back down. So if you tell them like, that's why I'm leaving, I'm just going to get out of the way. So I pulled back up there in the driveway and one of the cops pulled up there and was like talking to me, trying to get the story and stuff. And I was telling him everything, kind of what went down. And by this time, my roommate had woke up <clears throat> and, uh, you know, we partook in like some weed and stuff. You know what I mean? We smoked some dabs or weed or whatever. We were younger. I was like 20, 21. Yeah. And um, so dude, I literally walk in and like tell him my roommate, like he's like, oh, dude, that's fucking wild. Like he's like rolling up and stuff. And we just hear like. You know, like, cops came back. Not even thinking, dude. I just opened my front door, and, and it's just, like, the center table in our living room. It's, like, a bong fucking weed laid out and stuff. And I'm just, like, standing there talking to him about it. And, like, they didn't say anything about it, but they just, like, got the final report or whatever. And I was like, all right, have a good night. And I shut the door, and I just, like, turned around. I was like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> like, but I was hammered drunk, too, kind of. like Yeah. We've been up like watching these fights. They started at like six p.m. It's like midnight at this time. You know what I mean? That was a wild night. That sounds fucking crazy. Yeah, those Amish people are really nice. So. Hit and run on the Amish. That's nuts. It's sad. That is sad. But I mean, the couple was okay. It's just so funny. It's like, did you see who hit me? And I was like, no. Because <laughs> like, I think it was like a. A dark truck, like a black truck or dark SUV or something. I was like, I didn't see it, buddy. I don't know. Like, are you sure you're all right? <laughs> like, I, I didn't realize you. I'm drunk as fuck. Yeah, I didn't want to be like, dude, I was fucking up there taking a fucking piss, beer in mouth. Like, <laughs> my beer was literally still sitting on the step, you know, right? Like, just like, man, you guys want to come up here for some like beers and a couple tokes? But it was funny because after that, I don't know, you know, they're a small, tight knit community. You know, word gets around. They would drop off like pies and like fresh fruit. For oh, us. that's nice. Yeah, like random. Like it's funny because me and my buddy would be like Sunday morning. It'd be like ten thirty in the morning or whatever. We'd be out there like fucking slamming like Rolling Rock beers and like blasting Pantera and shit off that speaker right there <laughs> on my front porch. <laughs> and they'd like come like galloping by on their horse and they'd just always stop and like send one of the kids down with like a fucking fresh black cobbler, you know, or whatever black blackberry cobbler pie and. Or blueberry pie or fresh fruit, like all kinds of shit, dude. Like, well, that's nice. Yeah, and they're always super friendly. They'd wave, kind of stung, but <laughs> most of them like were working men. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't think they're using do, bro. Mm-mm. They're just getting out there and fucking putting in work. They're super friendly, nice people. That's kind of sad that whole situation though, is because somebody would just do that. Yeah, well, they probably fucked up. Teach their own. I don't know. But like I said, my my first immediate thought was like, "There's a whole dead family dying." <laughs> like, yeah, the fuck. Uh, I was gonna ask you, do you have any? Uh, well, first, actually, I'm gonna go ahead and and put it on here because I'm sure that if you've made it this far in here, you're probably more than likely gonna listen to. Every episode, I'd imagine, or at least a whole this whole episode. Right. Um, me and Drew's been talking about trying to set up a date to where we have a fight pod. Yeah. To where we can watch. <laughs> not us fighting. <laughs> we fight Hobbs. Two v one handicap handicap match. TLC. Uh, 
Tender loving care? No. Oh, tables, ladders, chairs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we was talking about uh, getting the UFC fights and coming over here, and we'll basically kind of do like a commentary almost while we watch the fight. Yeah, we'll run it on the big and, screen. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll watch find it a way to do it live. I'm hoping. Yeah. I think that'd be like maybe we'll we'll record like we are now, but maybe we'll prop a phone up. Do Facebook Live. Facebook Live. On the group. Yeah. On just on the group, not like on our personal account, just so the people that are in the group get to experience it with us. Yeah. And then once we drop it, you can go back and re listen to the episode and stuff or whatever you want to do. But I think that'd be cool. And just you know, a good night of just hanging out and you know, people can comment on the video with us and get a little bit rowdy. Maybe bring, bring over we'll, some henny. Yeah. Or maybe we can just invite like two or three other people over here too, and just like it'd be like a collective thing. Like Cameron, 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 to come over and watch a fight with us. Yeah, he'd be screaming the whole time. That's fine. I mean, <laughs> <clears throat> we got the big screen here. I was kind of thinking about that earlier. I was just like, man, it'd be a good room because we got the couch. You know, we can have chairs. Got the big screen. We can run the mics. And it's like one of those things where I don't even think we need the mic right on us. Like we could probably just like push it back. You know, turn the volumes up on the mics and just everybody just kind of hang out. Yeah. So. That'd be cool. I'm down. It'd be fun. So, yeah. Uh, we're, we're talking about trying to do something like that. And uh, so that might be coming in the future. Yeah. Now, uh, my other thing was, is do you uh, have any news stories? Yeah. Like, not like, I got my crazy wild news stories. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. So, today... I'm get my notes. <clears throat> the state that I chose was the old state of Wisconsin. Hell yeah. You know, that big old cheese state up there. First headline, Pooh Light Special. Woman accused of defecating in a Kmart. I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. She just defecated in a Kmart? And left. Just in the floor? Sure. In the or produce, she, like she, it's like she just like had to use the bathroom. They it was got so off the bad they like arrested her. <laughs> she just like <laughs> they got off the interstate, you know. And they was like, I gotta find somewhere to poop, and they just go to Target or what'd you say, Kmart? Kmart. They went to. They, she just goes in the Kmart, goes in the bathroom, and shits so bad that they have like the cops <laughs> waiting on the outside. They're just like, you got to go to jail. <laughs> oh, it's just the headline. <laughs> Next one was man in face mask arrested for performing oral sex on a horse. What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> I kind of read that headline. Like, I went and read that story <laughs> a little bit. And he was literally caught, like, red-handed. <laughs> like, he was wearing, like, a gimp suit with, like, crotch cut out and, like... What? Yeah. And he, he, had, he, he was giving head to the horse? Yeah, and he had, like, a whole, like, fucking jar of, like, petroleum jelly and, like... <laughs> like <laughs> Like, like a basket of like carrots and veggies and shit. Oh my <laughs> god, it was fucked up. I was oh like, oh my god, I almost like, kind of wanted to deep dive into that one. Bust open a jar of petroleum jelly. Start thinking about Donna and Nikki and Kelly. <laughs> That's all the name of the horses. <laughs> That's a little trailer park boys throwback. But yeah, that was kind of fucked up. J Rock baby. It killed me because they literally said like he was in like a full leather suit with like crotch cut out. And, Jesus like, Christ! So he was basically <clears throat> just like, like a black leather man, just like, you know, like skin tight leather man. <laughs> <laughs> leather man. <laughs> he just had, he just had wiener flopping around. That's fucked. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Next level. And he was giving the horse head? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is that, Drew? That's just the beginning. I'm going, dude. dude go ahead and end this. I, I can't do uh, this we'll shit We'll see no you guys more. next week. And This <laughs> shit's just too much anymore. I can't do that. <laughs> what? All right. <clears throat> he, no, no, we're not moving on yet. <laughs> dude, it gets better. He was out in a field in a gimp suit giving a horse head There's... with a fucking jar of jelly. <laughs> it, wasn't, it was in a barn. He broke into somebody's barn. <laughs> He had fresh produce in in hand, ready to feed the and literally horse. the quote from the like arrest story, like the guy was like he came across like on like pornography or whatever, like of this stuff happening, and it's what turned him on to it. So he goes to Walmart and buys a bunch of like carrots and shit, and he's like, "Now you go ahead and get your tummy full, and I'm gonna go back here." <laughs> I guess it's just like he's getting them carrots when he's doing a good job. I guess I don't know. He's doing all the work. What are you talking about? <laughs> God damn, you got to get the horse used to you. <laughs> we only know each other's name. You he's, know? he's trying to get its tummy full and then <laughs> go at him. No, eat just pineapple. It tastes <laughs> better. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That's fucked up. That is, that's a, that's rough. Only in Wisconsin. <laughs> they fucking horses out there? Next one said, furniture, forni- fornication. <laughs> just, man pled guilty to having sex with couch. <laughs> and so what? it's even funnier because the guy went on Twitter and tweeted about his relationship with his couch. It just said the tweet was like, crap, relations with Soforella. That was the name of his couch, Soforella. <laughs> My new girlfriend, well, her spring was hanging out. Dot, oh, no. Dot, dot, dot. No, 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 no. Ouch, <laughs> ouch, ouch. LOL. Emergency room, here I come. Hashtag. <laughs> Joys of sex. <laughs> that was his actual tweet, bro. Like this guy, uh, this guy looks like he was higher than ten buck too. Like I don't know. Like, dude, fucking the hell out of that couch, dude. What? <laughs> dude, what about? Did you know that like Chappelle skit? Like, fuck your couch. You know what I'm talking about? Next level. He's actually fucking the couch. Like, get one without the goddamn springs in it, at least. Like, get one of those new cotton ones. Well, if I had to guess, I think that he's not really got a choice in what couch he's fucking. What about <laughs> like, he's what just about fucking he, his couch. <laughs> he named it Soforella. Well, he's he's horny. It's like I mean, Cinderella, but for couches. Sometimes you get hard, bub, and you know what I mean? Like, this one right here is looking good. It ain't got no creases. It's got one on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't got no goddamn creases. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'll rub that bitch on there. <laughs> oh, fuck. <clears throat> so I did like deep dive in like, kind of two stories this week. Um, this next one just says, Drunk man doesn't remember being hit by a freight train. What? Yep. How do you not remember something like that? Well, sometimes you wake up and life kicks you in the butt. Other times the freight train does it. Like the cattle catcher just fucking threw him <clears throat> off the tracks. Yeah, so... His name was Thomas Borsma of Wisconsin, who allegedly had gotten so drunk that he had passed out and fell asleep on a set of train tracks. The cops said that Thomas was so sauced, is what they said, he didn't even remember this whole incident. Like, he lived. So, the freight train conductor told the cops that he saw something on the rail near the village of Puwakaki. What? That's the name of the town. Dude, they must be way up north. Yeah. And it was about 3.30 in the morning. He immediately slammed on the brake 
And then um, he noticed there was a body, but it was too late. Bur- Bur- Borsma, 31, who was leaning against the rail with his back towards the train, and he did not move a muscle. The conductor then found him laying on the ground in the gravel nearby with a severe injury to his butt and to his left arm. Shockingly, the man who woke up after the cops arrived <laughs> refused medical attention. Jesus Christ. The cops said that they regularly get the phone Yeah, they said they regularly find Borsma walking up and down these tracks, so they had to cite him for trespassing on the incident and take him into jail. And it was reported at the time of the incident the train had made contact with Thomas traveling at a forty eight mile per hour when it struck him. God damn. You know, uh, you know where the Lions Club is up here in town by Morgan's. Yeah. Did you know right behind there, like where that track goes back behind those houses yeah. and stuff? I got, I got, I got ran over right there. Got his head cut off in front of his kid. Was his last name Covener? I, I don't. I'm not sure of the guy's name. I went to a school. He passed out drunk on the tracks. Yeah. And it I, ran him over. I think it might be the same guy, because I didn't go. Well, I did go to school at Crossville with him, but I played baseball with his son, and then his daughter was in my class. But their dad was killed by a train. Yeah. In front of one of them. I don't know which one yeah. it was. It was a son. And um, I don't know. His name was Andrew, I think. His son's name. He played on my baseball team. He was a grade above me. But, yeah. I think we're talking about the same guy. Yeah. That was... I remember when that happened. That was wild as hell. I was a kid. And uh, I remember everybody talking about it and shit. You know, somebody got killed behind the Lions Club. And, like... um, <clears throat> Whenever it happened, in which I was young, I was probably like fourth, fifth grade, you know, when that happened. So he would have been like sixth grade, the kid. Um, I remember just like the rumor was like he seen his dad's head get cut off by the train. I don't, I never, I never heard that. I just always heard like it was a situation like where he was like, like pulling on him, like get, get up, get up, you know, and like he wouldn't, he wouldn't wake up and he, he just, jumped out of the way and trained. Yeah. Fucked. Yeah, that'd be rough. Mm-mm. That's Dude, rough. I uh, I don't even know if it's technically legal, but you know, fuck it, I'm a goddamn rebel. You know what I'm saying? Rebel, yeah. But do back back in the day, that was one of my favorite fucking things to do was walk down the goddamn railroad tracks, like from like <clears throat> town to town. Yeah. So badass, just to get out there like completely away from everything and walk across those like fucking sketchy ass bridges <laughs> and shit like that. Where I used to live in Brownstown, there's some train tracks, like, so you just trespass like a motherfucker. Like, I'm talking middle school. Yeah. And, like, walk through, like, fucking five different properties, like, two miles back to hit these train tracks and shit. And we'd walk down those train tracks, like, a good mile, and then you'd hit the river, and there was a really good fishing spot. <laughs> Hell yeah. And the, it got, when we finally got a little older, it was, like, you know, seventh, eighth grade, freshman year, maybe even. We had a four-wheeler. That we finally got to drive back there. We wouldn't have to walk it. But now looking back on it, it's like we were literally retarded. Like we'd literally get the full wheeler inside of the tracks. You know, mm. like pop the front wheels over, turn them, get the back wheels over, and like drive down the tracks. Like if a train came, like to get the full wheeler back over the tracks. You got to get off and pull it yeah, over. Yeah, it was literally like a solid like five minute process or better. Yeah. So if a train would have ever came while we were doing that, it was just like. Fuller's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just. Well, dude, even like just walking them, dude, like, 
There was, I know that there was a couple times, dude, like where you go on some of those bridges where it's there's no railings. Yeah. And it's just like. The trestles. It's all it is. And they're like, you can just see right down into yeah. the water, like going underneath of you. Well, yeah. Like that that right there, like you get in the middle of one of those and something comes rolling down through there going 50 mile an hour. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you going to do there? Jump in the fucking water? I mean, did you ever encounter a train when you were on them? Yeah, one time. Yeah, we did a couple times and. I mean, where ours was, it was just a big straightaway. You couldn't see it. There was, like, kind of some bends and stuff. But you could get out of the way fast enough. Like, yeah. Not with full wheeler necessarily. Now, but where we was, like, we came, like, literally, we saw it coming. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it was a good straightaway. So we saw it for a while. We got, we you know, we got down. We kept going down the fucking tracks to get to the trail. Like yeah. The trailhead. Yeah. And... By the time we got off on the trailhead and walked back up on the walking path to go back where we was going, that son of a bitch come barreling by, dude. And you talk about, like, I don't know if any, if you guys have ever, like, stood by a fucking train as it's coming by, like, in the country. Not, like, in town, like, where they slow down, like, in the country. That shit is powerful. Yeah. Like, it is fucking. Shakes the ground. Yeah, you're like, God damn. Like, <laughs> this is this is fucking insane. And, um couple times when we like one would go by us and stuff like conductor would always wave at us and stuff yeah and was, you get a honk yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. ring the bell ding 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 yeah. ding ding but <clears throat> they'd always find like those videos i know it's horrible but you know my brain is like attract attracted to chaos <laughs> but those videos you see like a fucking like cars and like fucking semis and shit getting hit by trains fucking insane yeah that train just fucking takes it bro I mean, it just fucking takes it with. It's already built to. Yeah, and that's that's insane, dude. Like they literally have a plow on the front of them for that reason. Yeah, because they can't stop. No, well, I mean, a truck and trailer, a semi and trailer, like you know what I'm saying, and it literally just treats it like a rag doll. It just cuts right through it. <laughs> yeah, just like, I mean, even if the trailer like wraps of- around it. It just ragdolls that whole fucking truck with it. I mean, those trains are made of, like, steel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, just nothing but power. Yeah. <laughs> nothing but testosterone, bub. <clears throat> yeah. Trains are nothing to fuck with. Planes, trains, and automobiles. You I know love trains. <laughs> I just want to tell everybody tonight, they told me not to cuss in here because they got <laughs> children. But I got to tell you, I fucking love trains. <laughs> My grandpa, my step-grandpa, my dad's stepdad, he's passed away now. But I always remember growing up, like, Christmas time, he was a big, like, uh, toy train guy. Yeah. And he'd set them up. Dude, it'd run through their whole house. Like, multiple different, like, train sets and stuff. Like, up, like, he literally built shelving in his house for it, like, to run all the way through his house and some on the floor and like stuff. Like, cut holes between the walls, like, in the rooms? Yes. And shit. Like, That's dude, badass. It, yeah, it was, it was dude, really that, cool. That, that would be magical as a kid. And like, like, that would be fucking badass. He was a collector of it, and I don't, I'm guessing my mamaw still has all of his trains and stuff, but I would, like, kind of get my hands on one of those sets to build it during Christmas time. Oh, yeah, around the Because he'd, like, even do, like, like, the people and, like, put down, like, yeah. like cotton and stuff for the yeah. snow and, like, mirrors for, like, the ice skating ring. We, we got like we, build whole little towns so like the living room would be a town then you'd go like the train would fucking track oh, no, to the like cool. dining room it'd be like another town that's and stuff cool. and then it'd trick to the fucking back living room there'd be like another town set up totally different you know and yeah that that's cool it was cool and then like once he passed away obviously it stopped they don't do it no more but, yeah like he had like whole ass like like old trains like like the old metal ones and shit all the way to like bullet trains Oh yeah, like new, like modern stuff. Like he turned on that bitch, like, 
Like, yeah. Like, we, and that's what we would do. We'd go there and he'd like, put this train on it. And he'd set it up and turn it on. And like, we'll fuck a remote control that controlled it or whatever. You just follow that bitch around the yeah. house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool as fuck, It dude. was really cool. And like that's like a with, core. With like action figures and shit. It was like, a core childhood memory of mine, honestly. Yeah. Like, it was really cool. There's a, at the uh, Indianapolis Children's Museum, mm-hmm. we just took our, our son and they daughter have one, They have a whole train room up there. Yeah, there's a whole thing. And it, like, as you walk through that whole section, like down hallways and everything, there's one track where yeah. it just keeps on going through different places that place inside is cool. there. Yeah. And then uh, also, if anybody knows uh, French Lick, Indiana, yeah. they have that little museum there of French Lick, and they have a whole fucking huge ass fucking thing where it's like a whole circus but it's like a huge diorama that takes up like i don't even know how to explain it. it's like a big ass fucking like 50 by 50 foot room really and it's just like a big ass glass case diorama of a fucking circus and it has everything in it like crowds of people like people performing and everything it's cool as fuck I didn't know that. if you're into that kind of stuff you know what i mean I feel like now that we're kind of going into like dad mode, that stuff is like dangerously kind of cool. <laughs> no, it ain't dangerous. It is cool. Well, I'm just <coughs> shit. You ain't. I'm saying. Me. I'm saying we're kind of like we're getting dangerously into that line of crossing into not being cool anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't been cool in like ten years, dude. I was never cool, honestly. Let's be honest. Like I was never a cool kid. I don't get fucked. No, you're a cool cat, dude. You, yeah. you you're on life with ED podcast. You know what yeah. I'm saying? world's renowned top podcast. I don't care how old you are. Like, at any stage of my life, dude, I don't care if I was like 6, 10, 16, 26, that goddamn model train, I'm I'm watching it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm stopping to watch it. Hell yeah, dude. Uh, Braxton watches this dude in like Vietnam. Yeah. What? It's like a, <laughs> you never, you never see nobody. Like, there's no, there's never a person, but it's, it's just called YouTube trains. And this motherfucker, Drew, (laughs) we're getting, we're nerding out now. (laughs) But this motherfucker, he sets up like these trains to go through like jungles, like in Vietnam, you know, like the jungle and stuff. That's kind of cool. And he puts down like styrofoam across like river, running rivers. And he'll like put these styrofoam down and then put the tracks on the styrofoam. So the trains like go through the water. (laughs) <laughs> and it like rides on top of the water and shit like that, and it, it's cool as fuck, dude. What's it called? I think it's just called like, I think it might be like train tube, or it's just YouTube what? YouTube trains, <laughs> but <laughs> train tube. Train tube. <laughs> Google that and hit, hit, no. it, hit images. No. <laughs> just... I fucking love trains. <laughs> oh, train tube. But yeah, dude, it's something like yeah. I think, it, I think it's like YouTube trains. It's like Bukaki Bukaki trains or something. <laughs> oh shit! It's like hey, they did like a dessert, like a dessert episode. It's called like Cream Pie Trains. Oh god damn, train tube. <laughs> Just <laughs> no, but I'm pretty sure it's like YouTube trains or something. But, but yeah, it looks like he's like recording this shit on like a fucking Android from 2007, and <laughs> but it's cool as fuck. Quality as shit. <laughs> but this dude, old boy knows how to run a train. You know what I'm saying? Only oh, I found the right. Video. <laughs> 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 
this <laughs> your old lady walks in there and just, she's like, get the fuck out what are you watching <laughs> I fucking love trains <laughs> oh god <laughs> get the fuck out of here right now uh, I said don't disturb me while I'm cleaning my room Dude, shout out Brian Krupa. Shout out Krupa. Bu- Bucket Lips. Bucket Lips, R.I.P., baby. Um, dude, shout out Andrew Pavey. Gravy Pavey. Shout out Jordan Anus Amos. Yeah, uh, I don't even know. I'm just trying to think here. Who else? Ryan Meal. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Ryan. Uh, Cameron Turner holding it down out there. Uh, uh, Cameron Co- Cody Lesnick, Lesnick. Um, I don't know. You, what was we talking about again? I just want to do some shout outs again. <laughs> I mean, I did have one more deep dive story for Wisconsin. Well, dive in it. It's another uh, animal involved story. Fucking an animal. <laughs> so, man claims sex with goat is his right in the Constitution. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's his constitutional right. It says every fucking story you did been sex involved. Kinda. Today. Wisconsin. Hey, there's okay. a bunch of horny motherfuckers. But they fuck animals. What the fuck? <laughs> so, Couches, horses, and goats. That that's fucked that, up. They, they just can't procreate normally. <laughs> uh, so this dude's sticking his dick in what? Well, so he claimed that sex with goat is his constitutional right. <laughs> <laughs> George goddamn Washington told me that I could fuck anything I wanted to in my goddamn constitutional right when Abraham Lincoln signed in the Emancipation Proclamation. (laughs) So a man in Waukesha, Wisconsin is accused of harassing bar patrons about their feelings on constitutionality of human-on-goat sex. What the fuck? Why don't... I'm sure that, you know... Why couldn't it just be no? I mean, <laughs> why do we have to have a goddamn meeting on this? Well, it's, it's a no. Uh, the goat can't say yes. How about that? You get mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you see that? It fucking wants it. So, Sean Orris, 41, called police around 2.45 a.m. on Thursday to report that he had been battered and bloodied just for asking simple bar questions about, like, what is your thoughts about having sex with goats? <laughs> <laughs> Simple bar question. Man, what do you think about fucking livestock? So, <laughs> when police showed up, the bar owner said that Oris was drunk and had been going around asking bar goers whether, they, whether or not they believed that they had the constitutional right to have sex with a goat. <laughs> the owner said man, he... Hang on. Man, you, what do you think about having sex with a goat? <laughs> You think it's my God-given right? Like hammered as fuck. Like the owner said that he had asked away from me. He had asked Oris to leave, and when Oris refused, a physical dispute had ensued, and that had left a cut and bruises on Oris's head. Dude, he should have just went and fucked some goats. Well, investigators said Oris told them after the altercation he'd went home, grabbed a pocket knife. And then went back to the bar. Goddamn. Yep. So he was arrested and charged with disorderly conduct and carried in concealed weapon. Well, once they got to the hospital, cops said he... Once they got him to the hospital and was wheeling him in to get checked out, the cops said he began to yell out 
screaming that it, it is my constitutional right to have sex with goats. And then he would start uncontrollably laughing. <laughs> Just... What a fucking nut job. Yeah, so... Loris isn't the only one who's allegedly exposures to bestiality as a constitutional right. In December, a Florida man, Carlos Romero, argued in court that it was his constitutional right to have sex with his miniature donkey named Doodle. (laughs) 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 Oh, Doodle, not Doodle! Yeah, that's like Kinky Kelly and the Sexy Stud. That's worse. If anybody's seen Clerks too, <laughs> yeah, dude. How much time we get with how much time we get with Kinky Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I think of was like when they were wheeling him in to the hospital, and he's yelling that is like that video we plugged a couple weeks ago. Is like, can a man not enjoy a succulent Chinese meal? <laughs> this is Democracy Manifest. Can a man not enjoy sex with a simple billy goat? <laughs> no. That's fucked up. <laughs> Get him out of here. Dude, they, they ought to like fucking hit him with the fucking beanbag gun and the nutsack a couple good times. Or just put him down. <laughs> just hang him. Euthanize. Like, put him in the electric chair. <laughs> like, uh, you know, like fucking like, is this thing on? Is it all? Is anybody? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it'd be one thing if he's like, just trying to like get people going, like as a joke. Like, man, we think about fucking goats. You know what I mean? But like to carry it on so the where people are fighting you, beating you up, and then you go home to get a weapon and come back. Then he grabs a pocket knife of all things. And then you (laughs) continue your. You continue to yell it once you get to the hospital, like. Am I goddamn George goddamn Washington? Like, <laughs> dude, it's too much. When fucking President J. Edgar Hoover signed the Magna Carta, <laughs> he said that I was able to fuck a goat. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking goddamn Billy Goats, man. Dude, that is ridiculous. That is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Wisconsinites are a bunch of fucked up motherfuckers. Yeah, I thought Florida was bad. You're right. God damn. Like, we literally went from, like, sucking a horse off <laughs> to fucking a couch, <laughs> then bringing it back to the old fucking, it's goat this constitutional fucker. right to fuck goats. Goddamn goat fucker. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Dude, that's fucked. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. That's all I had. <laughs> dude, uh, to get off that topic, uh, the one ring card has been sold I finally. Seen that. Post Malone bought it. Post Malone bought it. And the rumor hasn't been to close the amount, but the rumor has been $2.6 2. Plus some extras, is what he said. Probably some like tickets and shit. Yeah, like, probably like some like, sign some stuff. Like yeah, that's cool. And he got to meet Post Malone too, yeah. which was honestly, if I pulled that bitch, that's what I'd do too. I mean, I'd I'd want to sell it to Post Malone. Yeah. So just so you get to meet him and shit, like, that'd be cool. You're gonna take my personal number. You're gonna yeah. invite me to four parties a year. We're gonna hang out four times a year. <laughs> <laughs> you pay for everything, right? <laughs> 
No, but it, I think, you know, I, I think Post Malone would be a pretty chill dude to hang out with to begin with. Yeah, like get him on the podcast, come have him sell on the couch. <laughs> yeah, like, listen, okay, I'll sell this to you, but you got to be on Life with ED podcast <laughs> right, at least once a year. That'd be crazy. Also, I feel like he's the type of dude that if you could somehow get, like, in contact with him and, like, inform him, like, hey, you know, we do podcasts, you know, like, it would be fucking badass if we could, like, just call you up or, like, like, yeah, man, like, hit my number. You know, like, he would honestly, like, yeah, I feel like <laughs> yeah. he would truly be the one guy. But the thing is, is you'd have to get past the people that was, like, taking care of it, all his, like, planning. They'd just be like, no, we ain't doing that. Fuck you. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, if you could just, like, run into him, say you're, like, down in Nashville, like, Tennessee, like, a weekend, doing a weekend out type thing, and you bump into Post Malone. It's like you hit it off. Like, you guys are like, you're talk. like, man, I, I want you to come on my podcast. It's Life with ED. And he's like, whoa, whoa, bro, bro. <laughs> I uh, my dick works. Okay, I don't, hmm. I don't want to get involved. But I'm in just that. saying. I feel like honestly, he would be like the one guy that would like probably do it. Yeah. Like out of all any celebrity or like famous dude, like like some just like no name podcast like dude, it'd mean the world. <laughs> like if you just <laughs> like gives like ten minutes of your time, you know. He just like he just like turns out to be an asshole, and he's like, bro, fuck you. I ain't doing that trash shit, and just like walks off. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I never liked your music anyway. Goddamn tattoos are stupid. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to email his agent. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I wish there was a way we could get a hold of him. Just so It'd be cool just to know he listened. Yeah. <laughs> like just sure. send him the show. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, also, while I'm thinking about it, shout out to the Aussies. Yeah, Aussies. Uh, thank you for listening, holding it down in Australia. Watch out for those spiders. Um, tell your friends, Bob. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Probably wrap it up. Yeah. Game bands. Uh, I mean, just like, you know, Snafu. Check them out. S-N-A-F-U. You're telling me about Post Malone's new album? Yes, Post Malone's new album is, I mean, it's really deep. I mean, it's kind of, it's real slow <laughs> and... I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of like emotion. You know, it's one of those albums good. you got to listen to it from start to finish. And also, probably like alcohol would probably definitely put you in the feels. Well, just if you like, you would understand it if you listen start to finish. I listened to it today, and yeah, and another thing too, dude. Like, I know like a, a lot of people like that go through a lot of like depression and shit. Just personal stuff. Yeah. They they you know get a good connection with it. Yeah, you know, because I mean, he is he's pouring emotion out. It's pretty cool. Um. One band I'll plug is uh, it's kind of weird because we're going opposite today. Well, you you plug Snafu, I'll plug Avatar. They just dropped their new album. Yeah, did you listen to it today? No, I did not. It is very good. Like I was honestly kind of surprised because like I'm like a very like I don't know. I have a real weird ear for like heavy stuff. Like either I like it, I love it, or I just not. Want some more of it? Yeah. I tried so hard, I can't yeah. rise above it. Yes. Yeah. But, um, so it's either, it's like one of those things where it's like, I'm really into it or just not for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And dude, it's like good as fuck. Like, it kind of reminds me of like, I mean, Shine Downy, like early Shine Down years, but with like that kind of like 80s hair metal, like, yeah! like high pitch fucking yeah. like. And he still has, like, occasional songs where it's, like, that deep growl and, like, fucking metal core, like, just, oh, 
like breakdown shit. Like every song has a breakdown in it, but it's really good. Like I would recommend anybody to go check it out. Like I never thought I'd be plugging Avatar, but yeah, it is a very. It's good more album. of a hobbles kind of thing. Yeah, I know, but it is honestly, it's really good. I listened to it twice today. Like listened to it and then went back through and listened to it again, and it's just, I don't think you can go wrong with any of the songs on it. Like they're all pretty fucking good. Like, so. That's my plug. Hell yeah. It's not my typical, like, Americana, like... <coughs> and go watch Tyler Childers' new fucking music video, god damn it. <laughs> I mean, even if you don't listen to music video, listen to the song. Yeah, the song is very well. Yeah. The music videos teach their own. I mean, I'm not just gonna sit there and watch the video. But yeah. I can listen to the song. Yeah. You know? I'm on that Spotify, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does your Spotify like play the video in the background? Kind of, yeah. It just does like the kind of like small. But if you scenes. just lock your phone, you don't have to look at it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't play like the whole video. It's just like scenes off the video. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know because there's been twenty second loop. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say because I've I've played some playlists where it, like plays the music video as you're listening to the song, and some of them don't. And I I don't listen to music on Spotify. I just yeah. do, I do podcasts on Spotify. And the music on my Apple Music stuff, so. Well, <clears throat> I'll uh, go ahead and say that if you've made it this far, I love you. Um, whoa, I got sensual. <coughs> He's putting it in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, give us that rate. Give us the follow. Give us the comment. Give us the everything. Give us your soul. And stay away from billy goats. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real though, give us a five-star rating. Give us a rating in general. I don't give what it is. And then even if it's a shitty rating, leave us a little note on there that says, you know what? Fuck you and your fucking show. It's a piece of shit. I don't care. As I love you- goats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so just give us a rate. Give us a follow. Um, join the fucking Facebook group, Life with ED Podcast. Uh, if you want to send me anything, you can do it over you know the me- message of the group, or you can uh, send an email into Life with ED Podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, all that good shit. Yeah. I'm Eric. I'm Drew. This is Life with ED Podcast. The one, the only podcast right where my goddamn dick don't work. My goddamn dick don't work. Yeah, so uh, if you guys made it this far, everything he said. And we hope you guys tune in every week. And we hope to see you here again next week. You can tune a guitar, but you can't tune a fish. (laughs) 